Hello, hello, and welcome to a Toon Network NUFC update. Mike Ashley has spoken, and apparently the club are under bid um, from an unknown um, uh, bidder or consortium. Um, Mike Ashley came on Sky. <clears throat> Again, I, <clears throat> it's just, I'm just going to talk you through everything that's sort of been going on tonight. Take everything with a massive pinch of salt. You have to, because it's Mike Ashley direct quotes, which aren't worth anything, particularly in the eyes of Newcastle fans. So, <clears throat> um, understandably, there's been a lot of cynicism, shoulder shrugging, um, <clears throat> cause of liar, um, questioning the timing, etc. We'll get into all that, but... The feeling doesn't, the mood on on social media tonight feels that it's more tempered than it was when the Amanda Staveley story broke initially. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I think everyone's being very cautious at the minute, and rightly so. <clears throat> because until we get any more, until we get any more, until there's some sort of substantiated evidence of a, of a of a bidder you know we can't as i said before we cannot take mike ashley's words at face value we simply can't anyway so <coughs> luke edwards um northeast based journalist of the telegraph um released a article tonight at 7 38 uh, confirming that indeed um that's Mike Ashley has revealed he's in advanced talks to sell Newcastle United amid lots of rumours over the last few days within St James's Park. Luke said he'd been sitting on this news for about a week now, um, <clears throat> um, but obviously they couldn't say anything, they were under embargo. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's very strange that he comes out, and that very strange that he comes out now, because if talks are in an advanced stage with this apparent new bidder again i've i've got to i've got to use caveat with literally everything i say about this because i don't believe it um or there's something fishy going on because i don't i don't understand why he would come out and say it. there's well i know a few i have a few theories why i might come out and say it as in this state so NDAs were signed last month, non-disclosure agreements, um, so the potential bidder can't say anything, he can't say anything, and, which is odd. I mean, it's it strictly Mike Ashley didn't come on Sky and actually mention any names or any prices. He literally said that the club, the talks were, were an advanced stage, more advanced than they'd ever been. And that's very much a, a dig at Amanda Staveley, I imagine. Um, who feel her intentions were genuine, but I don't think the money was ever there. And that's why they didn't come back in in summer, after they said they would, and why we've never heard from them since. And it's unlikely, it's unlikely that, they'll be, that, that these bidders will involve her at, at this point. So... Potential talk from America. There's potential talk from Turkey. He confirmed on Sky that 
he wasn't in 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 exclusive talks with just one party. However, those talks apparently with that party are an advanced stage, allegedly. But that's not to say that other bidders aren't hovering around the situation. My, my, my theory that he's come out and said it, I mean, there's a couple, so you could say there's been an attempted boycotting action in terms of the 11th minute walk-in, which wasn't undertaken by many people. I, I took part in that. Um, I would have taken part in that regardless of whoever else was taking part in it. It's something that I wanted to do. But it got the media narrative around the country talking about, oh, they're protesting again. Why? Obviously because of the owner. <clears throat> so all this, this scrutinises him, this, this puts a spotlight on him that he doesn't want. And obviously with the impending Wolves boycott, organised by the Magpie Group, um, after receiving suggestions and lots of support for a full boycott, he comes out and says this, I mean, days before the Wolves boycott, the potential proposed Wolves boycott, he comes out and says this. So that's that's very fishy to me. I think that's that should be that should be an, an, an immediate red flag. Okay, if you're a Newcastle fan, you know it's like we always get linked with players, don't we? When it's season ticket renewal time, it's 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 very very transparent. So one theory is that he's trying to avert. So divert sort of attention and away for or temper ill feeling towards him and, and a boycott by giving us dangling a carrot basically dangling a carrot that the club might be sold and we will all go into raptures and it'll be brilliant and Rafa will get his money in January and it'll be fantastic. So, <clears throat> but again, you'll forgive me for being very very cynical about this. Looking ahead of January, he he mentioned. He was, he was asked directly, do you feel that this it is likely that it will be done before January? He said himself, I would like this to get done in time for January so Rafa can get backed. And he said, it's maybe not like, he said, realistically, that's it's too strong a word. He said, it's possible, but maybe not realistic. <clears throat> Which is a huge problem because another theory is that he comes out with this now as, you know, sowing the seeds for there to be a legitimate reason why he hasn't backed Rafa. I mean, in fairness, in previous transfer windows, he hasn't even bothered to come out with a rationale why he hasn't backed the manager. Like at all. He's just... He just hasn't done it. <laughs> it's he just hasn't done it, or claimed that there wasn't any money, which is bollocks, complete bollocks. This kind of bollocks was sprouted at the fans forum, um, despite this being the most lucrative year in 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 the history of football around the globe since the start of the sport in the eighteen hundreds. There hasn't been a bigger TV windfall than this season. It's never been as lucrative as it is right now, yet 
apparently we, we're broke and we can't spend money. Make of that what you will. Um, <clears throat> so, if this is a ruse to legitimise not spending in January, it's, it's a nice try, but it, it's not going to wash. Because ultimately, when if that is what it is, and there's there's not much substantial, there isn't really substantial story here. Building up hope is only going to make people angrier. The backlash is going to be even more fierce. So, it's a very dangerous game to come out in public and start sprouting this. Very very dangerous game. Like, it feels like we're entering an end game. I think we were anyway, given that January was going to be, you know, the last meaningful transfer window, probably of Rafa's Newcastle career. Because without change, he's, he's off. Rightly so. And he's probably stuck, he's stuck around a lot longer than most would have expected him to anyway, given the, the appalling conditions and circumstances he's had to he's had to do his best to achieve goals as a manager um, so that complicates things if it's not going to get done if, if there's any truth in it and if it is going to get done at all if it's not going to get done in time for January if at all then that does complicate things because Rafa needs money I, I know this was a sticking point with the stable negotiations and, and Mike Ashley essentially didn't want to put money in and this was going to go beyond January if you remember so Mike Ashley didn't want to put money in to an asset he was potentially about to sell now <clears throat> on the surface you can totally understand that but obviously the deeper context is the value of, the, of, the, of his asset has been compromised because of his neglect, his lack of investment, his recklessness and his complete contempt towards the club, his lack of ambition. Um, need I go on? <laughs> um, so, there's a suggestion from the Telegraph that, that mentioning it now is a negotiating tactic, maybe to drive up rival bids so we can maybe play them off on each other but again there actually needs to be substantial um, interest before before that's actually a, a viable option Peter Kenyon is somebody who quite bizarrely just came out of nowhere a couple of months ago and declared that he would like to buy Newcastle and that he was looking for investors probably similar to where Stavely was at again I have no clue why you would come out and say this without actually having the money? Whether cause you could argue that you know saying that you want to buy a club might attract invest investors if it's out there in the media and in the public domain, but surely there's private channels you get there first before you make such a bold claim and then disappear. So whether Kenyon has anything to do with this, I have no idea. At the minute, it's half ten. Um, on the 3rd of December, Monday the 3rd of December 2018, so I have 
if anything comes out in the morning, I'm obviously haven't mentioned it here. Um, I don't know any names. I just know that Peter Kenny was mentioned recently. I know that a Turkish consortium has been mooted. I know that an American consortium has been mooted as well in previous weeks. So some people are suggesting that it's uh, it could be a guy from uh, who owns At Atlanta. Um, who's actually hilariously the um, the club that Almiron plays for. Which would weirdly tie in, wouldn't it? If that was true. Um, it would weirdly tie in. Um, I'll just get his name up. Arthur Blank. American businessman, co-founder of the Home Depot. He owns the Atlanta Falcons in the NFL and the and Atlanta United in MLS. Um, so somebody's somebody's gone on there is Wikipedia and edited it with some Newcastle United bollocks because people like going on Wikipedia and doing that kind of thing. Each to their own, whatever. Um, so whether it's him or not, who knows? Um, the Telegraph reporting that. Um, That, the, that at least one of the interested parties is wealthy enough to do the deal without complications in terms of the asking price. Now we know that was, there was a lot of complexity around the Amanda Staveley bids. We probably know a little bit more about why now, given that maybe the finances weren't secured. And maybe we dodged a bullet there because if they were scraping pennies together to try and buy the club, how much were they going to be able to actually put into the club? I believe that th that those funds haven't been secured yet, so it would have been a, an absolute leap into the unknown. Luke Edwards here, who is notoriously cynical on uh, on, on Twitter, and he, he he didn't buy into the Stavely thing. Um, whether he's being more optimistic here, I mean, uncharacteristically optimistic, and he'll he'll profess that himself. Because it's it's a, it, you know his seemingly his papers um, had an exclusive on this or he, they've um, released the story first seemingly. So maybe on behalf of his employers, he has to sound a bit more encouraging that it's not bollocks. But in fairness to Luke, he's uh, he's, he's spoken quite level-headedly. Um, on sort of uh, following tweets, just kind of saying again, he has more reason to believe that there's that there's that there's subst there's enough substantiated evidence and, and sources suggesting that this is genuine and this could be about to happen. Um, so he has more reason to believe that, that that's the case this time round rather than previous times. But again, he's conceded. But until I see it happen. He's going to share, you know, cautious optimism with with the rest of us. Um, Chronicle-wise, Mark Douglas is probably in the same similar boat. Um, he has, has has sort of suggested that he doesn't believe that uh, he doesn't think that the Premier League have been notified of a potential deal. So obviously, they'll the Premier League have to go through their vetting period, which I believe was. 
a month was it? Last time? I think it's around a month. Um, so whether due diligence has been done on the books um, in the time that we haven't known about, let's hope so, if it is true, um, and that they can submit and accept this, this, this bid if it is going to go ahead and then the Premier League need to do their thing um, fit and proper owners, although <laughs> it's just a free-for-all really, isn't it? Have you seen some of the people uh, that manage to own football clubs? So, so I just want to... My cat being an arsehole. Shock. Um, so, what is that? What might actually say? Um, he said, I'm hopeful for the Newcastle fans, for the club, for everybody, that I will be able to step aside and we will be able to get an owner in that will please everyone. I'd like it to be before the January transfer window. Um, is that realistic? It's possible. Realistic maybe is too strong a word. Hopefully we can carry on the good form, the just recent good form, and we can get the deal done. Um, when asked if he was speaking to only one party, Ashley replied, no, but talks are at a more progressed stage, a more progressed stage than they ever have been. Um, given the timing of comments, supporters have inevitably reacted with scepticism, but sources of reassured Telegraph Sport that his comments on Monday night are genuine. So there it is. Take what you will. I think we take this with a massive, massive, massive pinch of salt right now. Um, I don't feel that anyone's getting overly excited about this because we've been burned before as a fan base. The, the, the Stavely thing was a long drawn out affair and just didn't help anyone really did it and nothing came to fruition. And there was a lot of complexities and caveats with those bids, whereas if they have the money, that they sound like they have the money, if they exist at all. It doesn't sound like asking price is going to be a problem, which is probably likely to exceed 300 million. <clears throat> and Mike Ashley was also asked, you know, about, he was also talking about the right buyer. Um, will Rafa have funds to spend in January? And he was saying, that's what we want. We want Rafa to have funds. There's my cat, get out of shot. We want Rafa to have funds, we want Rafa to have, um, we want, we want to, we wants to sell to the right buyer, is what he was saying. Basically somebody who's got the ambition that he doesn't. So that's a lot really. That's, that's, that's basically the mood um, going around on, on, on social media. I think it's a lot of mixed, a lot of people calling out bullshit, a lot of people saying liar, a lot of people questioning the timing obviously, a lot of people questioning his motives of coming out and even talking about it when it's not finalised. But we did, we were always told that if this was ever going to happen that it would sort of just happen overnight and we'd hear about it. I wonder whether it's not going as smoothly as possible at the moment and Mike Ashley in publicly declaring that there's something's happening that he's sort of putting pressure on those interested parties to stop dragging the heels and get the get the deal done before somebody else comes in. That would be that would be my take on things if there is an interested party. Even for Mike Ashley though, it would seem really, really, really weird to go this far out with a lie, to double down this far. It's a lot of effort and a lot of hassle to make up a lot of bullshit. And if other sources are getting verified by Luke Edwards and the Telegraph. Um, from Mark Douglas's perspective, he hasn't been able to double 
check the source. He hasn't had it verified more than once. So he's not really, he's kind of keeping tight-lipped about things, rightly so, because if you're unsure, don't say anything. But Luke Edwards, for somebody who is usually quite cynical about takeover talk, seems to be dangerously, just slightly above neutral and into the, maybe have one little, little toe into the optimistic that this sale might happen camp. But we'll see. Um, thanks very much for watching uh, this uh, Two Network uh, special. This NUFC update. Takeover talks, very, very complex. There's going to be a long way to go on this story, I imagine. Will it be in time for January? Probably not. And we're probably going to be in a bit of a hole. But if a takeover happens after January, I do believe Raffle will sign a new contract in the wake of that, regardless of what happens with the season. I really do. Fingers crossed. Um, but yes, don't read too much into this yet, is what I would say. Stay cautious, allow yourself to dream just a little bit, but not too much. I've been out of the Team Network. Catch up with you soon. Cheers, bye, bye.